Hi there, my name is Peter Salisbury. I am the Senior Analyst for Yemen at the International Crisis Group. And I'm here with uh, Elizabeth Kendall, who is a Senior Research Fellow in Arabic and Islamic Studies at Pembroke College at Oxford University. Liz, thanks so much for joining me for this quick six-minute conversation about US policy in Yemen. So over the past few weeks, we've seen some big shifts um, in US policy on Yemen, driven by this new Biden administration. Can you walk us through what's happened, what's changed, and why it matters? Thanks, Peter, for this conversation. And thanks for asking, because yes, lots has happened. I think the big things from this side of the Atlantic look to be Biden's rollback of the designation of the Houthis as a foreign terrorist organization. It's been suspended and it's going to be revoked. And also his withdrawal of support for Saudi offensive operations. Note that's not for defensive operations or for counterterrorism. Uh, the Biden administration has also halted the relevant arms sales to Saudi and UAE. And I think very importantly, it's appointed special envoys to both Yemen, that's Tim Lenderking, and to Iran, Robert Malley. So it does look like there's something afoot here to really make an effort to get to grips with the Yemen situation. I don't know, though, whether it's realistic to think that the war might actually start to come to an end. Is this the beginning of the end or, or just a beginning of sorts? What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I think that's a really important question to ask. And certainly here in the United States, I'm based in, in New York, a narrative has emerged that the US withdrawing its support for this war will end the war. And that is sadly not, not correct. Um, the US withdrawing its support for the war allows it to more credibly claim to be pushing for a political solution to the conflict. But the reality is that this is a, a really complex, multi-layered conflict being fought by lots of different Yemeni groups, principally the Houthis, um, a, a group that took over Sana'a in the, the capital in September of 2014, pushed um, the internationally recognized president, Hadi, out. Um, uh, the Houthis are seen as being backed by Iran, especially in Saudi Arabia, who intervened to prevent them, in their words, becoming a Hezbollah on their, their borders. And they're really fighting a, a really complex array of groups on the, the ground who have lots of different reasons for being in the war, but are primarily opposed to, to the, the Houthis. So the US withdrawing its support for offensive operations, withdrawing the FTO in the view of many of those groups really takes a lot of US leverage uh, away. Um, and it appears the US will now try and push for a quick move to a ceasefire and a quick move to political talks. I just wonder, Liz, how you think many of these, these anti-Houthi groups on the ground are gonna to respond to those, those, that kind of initiative? Yes, well, that is the exact dilemma. You've brought it out very nicely there. How does Biden start to pull away from the war without actually empowering the Houthis, whom so many people see as the aggressors here. So, you know, how, how, can, he, how can he actually start to end the war without empowering the very people that they've been trying to, uh, trying to drive back? And I think on the ground, it is seen very differently because 
also, it's not seen through the prism of just these two warring sides, the Houthis Mm. and then the Saudi-led coalition and their partners. There are all sorts of interest groups. When you called it a multi-layered conflict, it sure is. And there are so many actors. Every time you peel back a layer in Yemen, you find 10 layers underneath. And so I think perhaps there need to be a few steps in between, such as building up more inclusive side talks with a great many more different local actors, having a much better understanding of local dynamics, perhaps finding ways to start uh, building mechanisms that seek transparency and more accountability in the existing political structures that we support. Uh, And there are lots of things that need to happen rather than just a rush towards signing a piece of paper, which might then not go anywhere. You, Peter, will have your own views on this, but we've seen this so many times in Yemen before. It's easy to sign Mm. a piece of paper. It's very difficult to make it happen. Absolutely. And and this is really the the core challenge, I think, for the UN, the US, other countries that want to, to end this war, where we're looking at what the United Nations says is the world's largest humanitarian crisis, constant warnings, that that famine is imminent, a lot of people suffering from the conflict, but at the same time, ending the conflict sustainably in a way that that suits the, that that creates buy-in among all these different groups is phenomenally challenging. I think that the the risk here, or the, the concern those of us who watch it closely have, is going to be not trying to rush too quickly to a, a resolution and then seeing that spiral into something even messier. Making it sustainable. Yeah.